Welcome to the Spirituality What? podcast, where we explore the mysteries, joys, and challenges of being spiritual beings navigating our unpredictable human experience we call life here on planet Earth. I'm your friendly guide, Rebecca, ready to jump into our adventure of the day. Welcome to another exciting episode on the Spirituality What? podcast. Rebecca here and very happy to have you back this week and to also finish our episode with Juan and talking about yoga as spiritual beings. In this episode, we're going to get into the understanding of the six layers of self-identification as these comprehensive beings that we are, ego recognition, talking a little bit about how to shift our prescription or our perspective on life. And get into the nitty-gritty on tips of actually starting a yoga practice and the benefits of yoga retreats. And you guys are even going to hear about a little bit of a spiritual story and experience that I had in uh, one of Juan's classes on a retreat. So here we go. So you talked a little bit about the different the different types of yoga and um the the flow the the asana and the breathing and and all of that and you also mm-hmm. talked mm-hmm. We, we did already talk a little bit about the ego and so I want to yeah. kind of bring this back into the conversation because you were talking about presence and attention and mm-hmm. control mm-hmm. and what I wrote yeah on my notes was the illusion of control yeah. right so that's what our brain kind of brings in and so how how does rasa yoga or the practice of yoga that that you do and what sort of yoga is to you get break down the ego or break down control or accept con accept lack mm-hmm. of control or sort of whatever that resolution mm-hmm. is there but h- how does that work in your practice so i think that one of the ways that i've kind of worked with it is is through one of the teachings from the tantric philosophy it's it talks about the the human being uh, being on five different levels so the model is like the five layered self okay and so it talks about the, there's the there's there it actually sometimes it talks about the sixth layer and the sixth layer is like uh, these are layers of identification the layers that we come to identify with so the sixth layer is like all your stuff so it's your house, oh, it's your car, okay. it's, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm that kind of person that has, you know, expensive, whatever. Then the second layer is your body, the physical body. And we, met, so many of us identify with, I am the body. That's and true. then we go a little deeper and then we find the mind or the, the thoughts and the emotions. And we identify with, you know, we can live in our, in our thought processes our whole life. Uh, or also be at the mercy of our emotions. Like, like I feel, I don't feel like it, or I really feel like it, yep. you know? So this is like, so we're on layer three. And then as we go deeper, we meet the pranic layer, which is the life force energy. That is much, so that becomes gradually and gradually more subtle, those layers. So moving from the most dense, where we can, you know, feel and see and it's manifested form and moving into those more subtle. And the pranic layer is, is the, our breath. It is the, and it's the energy that the breath brings with it. The energy 
that can be sometimes heavy, it can be light. And we can use pranayama, the invoking the life force to elevate the energy or to bring ourselves, you know, calm ourselves down. Mm -hmm. So we can also identify it with this layer by, you know, by saying, oh, I'm so tired or I'm, I'm filled with energy. I'm just really excited about this, you know. And then, so this is the fourth layer. And then as we go down to the, uh, the, 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 the last layer, is the is called uh, chit and that's the that's the most uh, subtle it is it's your consciousness it's your mm. or heart okay so at that layer this this center layer kind of permeates all the others so yes you're the body yes you are your mind and your uh, emotions yes you are the prana yes you are oh i forgot there's uh there's the fifth one it, which is the void the void which is the emptiness okay yeah the void that's the the complete silence um which sometimes we can connect to and then at the bottom of that is the is the, the chit so we're moving from the the outer to the inner but those the 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 center layer of the heart permeates all the other ones so you can only exp or you can experience your chit your consciousness your heart the essence nature through the body through the prana, through the mind and the emotions, but without so so recognizing that you are so much more than than uh, your body, just what than you can see, your thoughts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and that can kind of uh, so the ego is kind of in it's it's like in the mind. Yeah. And when you start to think about yourself as this composite being, <laughs> you're not just this or that. You're actually so much more. It becomes. Uh, easier just to accept that yes the ego is a part of all of it and sometimes it's necessary to be to have an ego to live in this world we have to recognize our boundaries we have to know be able to discern you know and all of that is can and 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 it's great to have ambition it's great to be to long to, to do something absolutely what the, our our work in the in 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 this life is to figure out okay what of this is is sustainable what is really bringing forth the best of me mm. and what is just you know making myself feel good about myself for the only reason of being feeling good about myself what is you know? stroking my ego versus actually doing some good yeah yeah, yeah. and i have a, i had a really cool ex i have had several cool experiences with you know recognizing that this is what's going on you know when the ego just goes Poof, yeah oh and and it, it happened very often in the my beginning years as a teacher because people could come up to me and they would say, ah, oh, I love your teaching. This was an amazing class. And I could just feel like. <laughs> You're like, yes, yes I am amazing. Thank yes, you very I, much. Exactly. <laughs> and then, you know, wait a minute. That's a good one. Yeah. You know, now I recognize that, that, that what is actually happening is that people are ready to receive. They have just been, you know, awake and they have been waiting for or this this message whatever i was teaching just had a clear passageway into their hearts somehow uh, and that's that's not me that's spirit that's the highest yeah. i mean that's and that's amazing you never know <laughs> if it's going to happen or not absolutely that's that's mm -hmm. very true and i think you bring up a really interesting rep point there about ready to receive and sort of ready in general because yeah. it is it's interesting when we talk about on this podcast, these more physical 
things that we're doing like sports and yoga and, and things that you're actually moving, you know, walking in nature, moving with your body, mm-hmm. there is mm-hmm. that additional layer of readiness to have yeah. a greater experience than just that physical experience because you can you can go to a yoga you could go Absolutely. to a rasa yoga class i'm sure and still just mm-hmm. be like yeah this is like stretching like my muscles yeah. feel good without having that deeper connection it's definitely possible absolutely yeah absolutely yeah and so it's yeah. it's really just all about where that person is and whether they're mm-hmm. in the in the mood mm-hmm. in the moment in the mindset in the space yeah. to have a larger experience. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, there's so much uh, of how we are, you know, this programming, conditioning, whatever it, we can call it is, you know, how, how people also tend to define themselves mm. in these small boxes. You know, I, I don't do this or I cannot do this. I'm 50 plus. I cannot, you know, all of this. And I, I always try to challenge that notion of instead of say because you words have so much power yeah they do i mean as you know yep. working with language and yep. <laughs> translation and all of that is like you know it, it really matters how you say things and how what you name them so instead of saying i cannot do this what if we just shifted it and said i'm gonna do my best i'm gonna not I be mean, perfect i'm whatever that means I'm gonna anyway just, right i'm just whatever gonna try. Is, you know what i'm able right now i'm just gonna try and i'm gonna do my best i'm, I'm not gonna continue this putting myself down because yeah okay maybe we cannot stand on our hands in the middle of the room freestanding handstand or whatever arm balance that could be up on the pallet but okay what can I do and connect to that instead of what we can't do I think it's just and that's all about that that's that's really tantric way of Mm. changing your perspective the world is as you see it. So why don't you tr- change the prescription of your glasses? Yeah, it's like, I like that. You know, yeah. That's one of the teachings is that that's like you, okay, if I put my, if I take my glasses off, I cannot really see as <laughs> And And but for I'm those like, that on the podcast, Ron is wearing glasses. So that's why this is, this yeah. is relevant. I, yeah, so, I yeah. do. I really like that. Do you, so if there is somebody out there who's like, oh man, this is a lot. Mm-hmm. Like yoga, yoga sounds like yeah. a lot. Like I was interested in goats, goats, yoga, goat <laughs> yoga or whatever. And now I'm like, oh, yoga is a lot. Like how would mm-hmm. you recommend mm-hmm. somebody who might be having limiting beliefs about themselves or might be in a competitive, maybe sort of egoic mindset? Mm-hmm. And there's nothing also just really clearly for listeners, there is nothing wrong with being in these places, no. as Ron said, like we're all Absolutely. everywhere when we need to be and Absolutely. where we need to be in order to get to our path in this life. So that I'm, there's no judgment here, but the question is, how would you recommend somebody start if they don't yeah. have a yoga practice yeah. or a breathing practice? Yeah. Like it sounds mm-hmm. intimidating. Like I've done yoga before and I'm one of those people where True. I'm like, I am just not a flexible body i can connect but i yeah. just do not have a lot of stretchy muscles so like it's okay and i'm and Perfect. i'm past that now too but how how should somebody start if they were looking at a yoga practice yeah i i think that the key is simply to start start mm. wherever you are take the step with i mean yeah just take the yeah and and find a friend or go by yourself go somewhere where you 
have a uh, maybe you've been invited to come maybe it's a studio that you know it's on this on your street it's close by make it um you know accessible so you don't try to put it in your calendar and set off i'm going to do three hours of yoga every week just start with showing up maybe even online i mean there is mm. myriads of yeah. practices to choose online it's true we do have uh, that and now yeah yeah we do we have so much access uh, which i think is is in many ways very good because it it is it, it makes it really accessible for for so many people totally. who cannot go to a studio and there are not studios everywhere but i think it's really if you have that that longing to do something good for your body and your you might need a little boost for your uh, for i was going to say ego <laughs> because in the beginning <laughs> in the beginning <laughs> you feel really good when you've done some yoga yeah. when you've done when you've moved and you've breathed in a group of people you will feel good yeah. it will make you feel good even though you cannot you know you you have these idea i'm not flexible that's like one of the greatest misconceptions of yoga any you know ever that you have to be flexible you, to do you yoga. don't you really don't like <laughs> it's so nice don't. there's like blocks and all kinds of modifications it's great yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> i mean Ron is probably the most flexible person like i've ever met in my whole life <laughs> but well, thank you, thank you, but that's that's okay. comes with that's, practice, that's kind of I'd say. say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, I, I no, I really, I just want to say, just yeah, I mean, just start if if there is this longing, this kind of an itch, you know, there's like, oh, I I want to try something else, and just maybe, uh, you know, because many many people find like a movement practice that they just stick to forever, mm -hmm. like it's running, either it's running or it's you know going to the gym, it's so often that we just stay with it but if there's if there's a yoga in your fitness or your gym if there's yoga wherever some just just go and try it out and then know that when you've tried it out once it doesn't say anything about how it can be right <laughs> because there are so many different it, it depends on the teacher it depends it on the studio the energy that is in the space it depends on how you are feeling on the day um take the step it's simply it's not simple but i mean it's not easy but it's simple yeah it's very simple yeah and i would say from my personal experience so i am um, i mentioned mm -hmm. restorative yoga a little bit earlier on yeah on this episode and that to me is just like the calmest sort mm -hmm. of yoga it doesn't it's it's more about stretching i think if if i'm sort of it's yeah. been a while since i've done yeah. <laughs> since i've done some yoga yeah, but yeah, it, yeah it's for me it's just more about the breath and the connection and like relaxing and calming yeah. my heart down and calming my crazy mind and so for me that was exactly. the particular type of yoga that i was especially when when i lived in denmark when when you were yeah. my teacher that was the yoga that i was really kind of attaching to because i was like just needing help mm -hmm. and the yeah the flow the vinyasa and all of that it was just it was too mm -hmm. much it was too it was mm -hmm. too alive and i was like i need yeah. It's not like I'm asking to be dead, but I need something like to calm things down. And so that for me, restorative yeah. yoga yeah. was that. And I think that's a really good, uh, good, good thing that people people can think about because what do they have in our lives? Do they have a lot of fast paced stuff? Is it like always moving on to the next thing? Mm -hmm. Then a vinyasa practice might not be what you want right. to do, where you're constantly moving from one pose to the other, but you actually might want to go to the more gentle, more restorative. 
you know, where you, where you have the ability to calm down, you, mm -hmm. you train your nervous system to be resilient. So it's not always in the high alert. Right, exactly. Um, and for so many people to today in this modern world, they, we need more of that, you know, Calming, down, yeah. downward regulation. Yeah. Because we have, we have no idea how to do it. It's, you know, it's innately, you know, the body can do it with help from the breath and with our attention. But if we are constantly running constantly, and, and most of us are simply on high alert, we are in this kind of state of, of flight or flight yep. all the time. Exactly. Um, so, so that's one, one advice that I would bring forth is that think about what do you have in your life and then do not do more of what you have, do something else, mm -hmm. <laughs> do the opposite because that will bring balance. Exactly. And that's a, a good thing to mention as well as like the time of day. You know, if oh, you're yeah. trying to like build up to a great day, you know, maybe you do need to bring in some vinyasa energy as well. And Absolutely. it's just something as you do more and more. And so my recommendation is like try every kind of yoga class you can find because True. as you said, it's yeah. all so different. You're so different every time you yeah. do it. The day is different. Mm -hmm. The energy around the people in the class are different. Like you might have a totally different experience with in the same studio with the same people in your class at the same time of day with just a different teacher or just a different instructor yeah absolutely absolutely so we're talking a lot about the classes and i want to make sure we talk yeah. a little bit about mm -hmm. retreats because you are oh, yeah. an awesome mm -hmm. retreat leader as well and you hold some really cool retreats so what is the benefit of a retreat space as opposed to a weekly or mm -hmm. bi-weekly or whatever sort of mm. studio space when it comes to the yoga practice and the spiritual connection yeah well i have a really good example from one of my um, participants from the last retreat i did in november which was in iceland uh, where i actually do retreats about once or twice a year it's 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 kind of becoming more like a once a year thing okay but then she was talking about, so we have like four days where there's uh, a lot of yoga. We meditate in the morning for about an hour, do breath work. And then there's, there is a breakfast. Then we go do physical practice for two and a half hours. Then we have lunch and then there's sightseeing. Then we have yoga again, which is more gentle, uh, focused on the connective tissue and more of a restorative type practice. And then we have dinner and then it goes to bed. And this is repeated like over three, four days four or five days sometimes. What she was saying to me the other day that it kind of, it just boosted her, the experience of yoga being so much more mm. and that she really felt kind of catapulted into a whole new experience of being, you know, it, of taking the regular classes mm. because we have time to do, uh, we have time to chant. We have time to do breath work. We have also time to meditate and we have time to, do a prolonged practice where we can look at the details of the poses and you start to become more confident in you know, the way your body likes to move. True. So all of that bring can you bring with you in, in your regular classes, which feel after doing a class of two and a half hours, uh, 75 minutes feels like, Absolutely. you know, like, what, are yeah. we done? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and it, <laughs> it, it takes us back to that attention and focus. Like if you're on yeah. a retreat, that's what you're, that's what you're there to do, right? You don't have to go to the grocery. Exactly. You don't have all these sort no. of other life things. Mm -hmm. So you're able to be more present. 
Absolutely, absolutely, and that is really the 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 aim of you know of going away. I mean, that is one part of the one lineage of yoga was the ascetic practices where you um, where you left your okay. normal life, you left everything, you renunciate. That's kind of the ascetic path is to renounce every everything, and you have no material belongings, and you go live in a cave, which does not really work for a modern human being totally because we have jobs we have families we have responsibilities we do not renunciate everything we might want to renunciate some of our material stuff i'm not saying that that sure. can't be totally yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but uh, and, and so this is like the and that's the path of the tantric uh, practices that is the householder you know figuring out how can i in my uh, way of being in the world in through my work through my relationships how can I be in connection with with the divine and recognize that the divine is everywhere? So the to be able to move away from the the daily um, chores and every, your responsibilities brings you kind of closer to the essence. And you, when you come back, you might have had the you know the realization that this is not important. This is not important. Mm. This is important. So I think it's really important for us to take uh, to take time sometimes a way to just be with ourselves and to be guided. Uh, I think, you know, some people might be able to do it by themselves, you know, go into nature and totally. take a long hike yep. or walk, you know, uh, but also to, to have somebody that, that guides you into different ways of looking at yourself and how you're being in the world um, can be really helpful because when you come home, you realize that, that, uh, that, yeah, that there is, uh, that sometimes you just fill our days and our lives with so much unnecessary things yep. that we forget about what is really important. What is it that I really, really want to to have yeah. and to hold and to cherish? Yeah, you have a new baseline. You have a new prescription, yeah. if you will, I think, even Absolutely. after just just a few days exactly. in a retreat. And in uh, preparation for this podcast, I told a little bit about my spiritual experience actually at one or sort of the beginning um, at one of her retreats. So in, I think it was 2018, I took a girlfriend of mine and we went to the summer Iceland retreat. And it was a little bit of a tumultuous time personally in my life. And I was doing CrossFit at the time. So I was, I was pretty fit. Like I, I just looking at the pictures on, on the website and saw mm -hmm. the one of me doing the handstand. And I was like, Oh my God, that's right. I had like strong shoulders and strong arms and stuff at that point. And, um, I want to say it was pretty close to the last day we were in child's pose kind of finishing. I would probably one of the restorative ones. And I got this visualization sort of behind my eyes, like when I was just kind of laying there and it was this really, really electric green and this like royal electric blue color and I'd never seen those colors and it was like a basket weave kind of pattern and it was there for a good few minutes while we were kind of finishing up and and when I came out of child's pose and we were kind of finished and I opened my eyes and closed my eyes again I could still see it like it was kind of burned into my head and I didn't realize at the time but now I know because I've done a lot of work since that 
since that retreat and that retreat probably really was sort of the beginning of the work that I was doing is that those two colors, ooh, I'm getting goosebumps again. I pretty much get goosebumps on every single episode of this podcast. Um, but those two colors appear to me now when I am connected and relaxed mm-hmm. and sort of more grounded. Um, I would say they're, they're like a, a friend now as opposed to something sort of surprising. And I can when I'm having energy work done, even I can see when the energy is all crazy as it starts to get more calm, the, that blue and that green kind of come into my space. So I, I'm a full, I mean, retreats, you know, there, there is a commitment there from a time and a financial perspective, but I fully agree mm-hmm. with that catapulting into mm-hmm. another space, even, even just a couple of days, you know, it doesn't have to be a week long yeah. thing. But just the time no, and the space no. to separate from regular life. Yeah. Oh, thank you so yeah. much for sharing I that. Love, I love. And and that's that's the beauty of it because I I have no idea what's happening in people. Yeah. So, right. Until they tell you. So grateful. Yeah. Until they tell you, guide me to this place. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so, it's so cool. And I did. I really enjoyed. So Juan lived really close to where I was living when I lived in Denmark. I could easily bike. Um, bike to her house for, I think it was mm-hmm. once or twice a week, maybe at least once a week that I was kind of yeah, yeah, doing yoga. Yeah. She's got a really cute studio in the basement of her house and it's just like really intimate. And I think, I guess it was maybe when you were doing the training, it was right. It was like 20, 2014, 2015 timeframe. Yeah, so it was exactly. kind of right yeah. around when yeah, you were exactly. doing Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this, this has been just an amazing episode today, Kron. And so I want to finish us out with one last question, which is mm-hmm. what's one tip about living as a spiritual being in this human existence that you'd like to share with the listeners? So I think I want to share something just very simple that to remember to take the time to, to connect to your heart in whatever shape or form that is feels natural to you. I, I like to place my hands on my heart mm. and just close my eyes for a moment and just ask, you know, what is alive within me? And, you know, just that inner connection really awakens a, w- a different way of, of them stepping into my day or, you know, being with others. And I mean, this, this can be done anytime, anywhere, you don't need anything. You don't need to set up a space. You can simply pause, hold, connect. The hands are really great because they, that that uh, visceral connection, that physical connection with your body uh, brings warmth and it brings your awareness automatically directly into the heart space if your hands are there. And breathe a few breaths and ask, you know, what is alive within me right now? I think that is, yeah maybe what I would suggest. Yeah. I like that. I'm going to just add on that. I had a girlfriend Mm -hmm. tell me one time in her sort of connection. And I've used this before in like traffic. She just is like, I love you. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it starts as like, it starts as this aggressive, like, I love you. Like, get out of my way, you know, but then it becomes, (laughs) she just keeps saying it over. And so it's a, it's more of a Uh verbal connection point, but it's a very, Mm -hmm. a very similar thing. 
Oh, that's beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you so much, Ron, for your time today. We really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Rebecca. I really uh, wish the best for this podcast that it comes out wide over the world and people get inspiration. Oh, thank you. And there we have it, folks. What an awesome episode. I love Gwan. She's such an amazing person. I did forget on the episode to ask her how you guys could contact her. So you see the show notes. She is on Instagram, Yoga Juan. Um, and then she's also has a website, yogaforcourage.com. The four is the number four instead of um, spelled out. I will include all of that, as I said, in the show notes. And then also, if you're interested in an international yoga retreat or you've always wanted to go to Iceland, definitely check out her yoga retreats. They are super fun. I'm hoping to get back eventually to do the Iceland one in the winter time. Obviously, when you can see the Aurora Borealis, I think that would be awesome. And thanks everybody for joining this week. Please follow our podcast and tell all of your friends. We're very excited about the stories and the messages that we're sharing and want to make sure to share it with the rest of the world. See you next week. Thank you for joining me on today's spirituality what adventure. Subscribe, rate, review, and share this podcast. Visit us on Instagram at spirituality.what to interact, tell us what spirituality means to you, and even provide some of your own personal musings. Human on, you phenomenal spiritual beings.